This is Paul Nobles from Eat Reform, and I am sitting here with Dr. Susan Kleiner. And Susan is a friend of Eat Reform, and we were talking to her the other day, and she is tired of whole grains being bullied, and she's going to do something about it. So, Susan, why don't you give them your spiel that you're giving us? Thanks, Paul. So everybody gets to hear my rant. Um, so it's great to, to talk to the Eat to Perform community. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, so, so I'm on a, a whole grain soapbox, and this is why. Certainly there's a lot of reasons that people have cut whole grains out of their diet. Some people actually have celiac disease, and so they haven't cut out all whole grains, but they have cut out anything that contains gluten. And some people have cut them out because they're afraid of carbs. And some people have cut them out because they want to be a member of the tribe and everyone else is doing it. And other people just don't get it. And so they think if I just cut out whole grains, it's super easy. I can cut out a bunch of calories out of my diet. So, so here's the story. Uh, a few months ago, there was a study published uh, talking about the global burden of disease. And worldwide, low intake of whole grains is the number one diet-related reason for death and disability years. In the whole world, in the whole population, there are, uh, there are other reasons, certainly high salt intake. Uh, poor fat intake, red meat intake. There's a whole lot of things that we hear about a lot, but nothing even comes close, especially in the United States, to our need for whole grains. Now, have some of you got real issues with grains? Yeah, probably. And I've been doing a talk around the country on whole grains, explaining that there's not really something wrong with the grains, it may be the way the farmers are treating them. It may be the way they're being processed. It may be the way they're being baked and handled. There are things that are being done to our foods that could cause perhaps some inflammatory bowel issues, other things that may cause problems. And certainly for those of you who have gluten-related problems, Wheat and other grains that contain gluten are an issue. But let me tell you something. If you are cutting out grains, whole grains, whole grains, because you think that they lead to gut inflammation, because you think that they increase your risk of cancer, because you think they increase your risk of depression and mood issues, the fact is whole grains have inside of them all of the factors that help reduce all of that in our diets. The problem is you're not eating whole grains. You just think you are. So 100% whole grain bread is only required to have white flour plus 51% of the fiber that's been removed added back and nothing else. But all the good stuff in whole grains is everything that's been removed. So if you can find good stone ground flour that is made into bread, or if your artisan baker is making a good stone ground wheat or other grain bread, that is actually using a whole grain. But you don't even have to eat bread if you don't want to. Eat other whole grains and cook them. Things like camet and farro and teff 
and quinoa that probably you've heard of and maybe you haven't heard of the other ones, look up whole grain stories online. You cook them just as easily as you cook brown rice. And of course, brown rice or red rice or black rice, those are all incredible whole grains. We should have three servings a day in our diet and it will reduce our risk of just about everything. In fact, worldwide, it is shown in data that one in five deaths would be eliminated if we improved our diets. And in fact, in our country, the number one dietary risk factor is not saturated fat, is not too much salt, is not red meat, is not processed meat, it's not eating enough whole grains. So think about my mantra. Think about what you need to eat, not what you can't eat next. And next time you think about what you need to eat, make it whole grains. Well, that was great. I do think that one of the things that happens for a lot of people is that, I don't know why, I'm like this little camera at the top um, on this recording. We'll see how it, how it plays out. But what, what I think happens for a lot of people when they listen to something like what you just said, and by the way, there's a, there's a salad place here in Minneapolis called Green in the Grain that I get a salad from most days when I'm um, at my office. And they have all of the grains that you just talked about. In fact, they, they encourage you to add one of those grains to the salad, and, and I often do. But what I think happens for a lot of people is they hear these things, and I just wanna say, because we really didn't go into it, why you're an expert, you're a registered dietitian, right? And so I think you know, a lot of people are going to listen to what you're saying and they're going to hear some credibility in that, but you're not just like this lady on the internet talking. You actually have a, a reason to be bringing this up. I think what happens is people hear things on the internet and then they assume that it's true because they assume that they're the one, right? Like what you just said was, you know, you might have this or you, and, and, and the problem that you run into when you kind of run against this, not great with facts crowd is that, you know, they'll sort of run with this anti-nutrients idea and, and just all these things that kind of come along. And, and I have to say, like, you know, when it was 12 years ago and I was new to a lot of this type of stuff, you know, I was very vulnerable to those types of messages until I started meeting people like you and, and Dr. Mike Nelson and, and many of the people that you know. And what do you say to that? What do you say to the person that is listening to this and going, but I am the one, I am the one person because I, I saw this thing on YouTube. And in reality, you know, what I think happens for a lot of people, one of the things that I love your mantra, by the way, the, um, don't think about what you eat next um, or what you can't eat next. But in, in, in respect to that, you know, what, what really is happening for a lot of people is they're just looking for ways to cut out calories. Right. Right? And in the end, grains and food in general have calories. Right. And so when you take those things out, in theory, you're getting to a calorie deficit but in reality, you might be hurting health overall. So can you speak to that just a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So you, are, are, you, are we still recording? Yes, we are still recording. Awesome, awesome. 
So, so um, really what led me down this path was constantly hearing this reductionist refrain about nutrition, that all we need to think about are macros and calories. And that if we cut out carbs, um, then you might lose weight, which actually there's data that low carb diets um, help you lose weight faster. You may not, you won't sustain that. Most people don't. Most people can't stick to it. However, it's the truth. And I'm not going to lie to anybody. If you go on a two-week low-carb diet, you will, you will weigh less than you will if you're following a different diet, if you really stick to it, over two weeks. Um, and so if we talk about just macros, then it's super easy if we think that food only gives us macros and nothing else, to cut out grains from the diet and say, well, I can actually get my carbs from my fruits and vegetables. I can get enough carbs according to what, you know, my coach tells me or whoever tells me that I need as far as my carb macros, and, and I just cut grains out. Super easy. But the fact is, food is not just macros. Food is an abundance of macronutrients, micronutrients, phytochemicals, food factors, fibers, and probably thousands of chemicals that we have yet to identify that all work together in this beautiful marriage in our bodies, within our bodies, with all the molecules inside our body. They work together to stimulate and, 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 and get our systems working, whether it's our immune system, our reproductive system, our endocrine system, anything, any of our systems, everything is integrated together. And so when you cut out grains, you cut out factors that you can't get anywhere else. And when we understand that grains more than anything contribute actually to improved health, to fewer disability days, and a longer, healthier life, we should understand that cutting out any entire food groups has massive health connotations. So if you're not cutting out grains, but you're cutting out dairy, well, that actually has stuff in it that we don't get anywhere else in our diet. You need to understand that. For people who have to cut out grains for a very serious medical reason, even those who cut out only gluten-containing whole grains, they can't fathom a person who would elect to do that voluntarily and not have to do it because they hate it. It's horrible, and they know they don't feel as good as they could if they could have the wide variety of foods in their diet that everyone else can have. So it is, there's two important foundational um, concepts of good, healthy nutrition, variety and moderation. The more variety, not just among food groups, that yes, you should include all food groups, but also all foods within those food groups or as much variety within there, and moderation, meaning that you don't follow some extreme diet plan that says just cut out all your grains or just cut out all your fat. Any of those are extreme and they don't tend toward better health. So the one thing I think you missed was digestion, right? So in talking about right. whole grains, digestion is going to be favored and it is going to be better. 
Um, okay, we've already gone yeah. a lot longer than I promised. Well, we so would. let's do one more and you'll post it another time. Let's yeah, do the yeah. grains and digestive. I do want to, can you, can you, could you let them know performance and, and calories as a positive? I think your book might be the best book on performance that I've read recently. So can you tell them where that is, how they can get it and, and go from there? Absolutely. So you can find uh, my book, The New Power Eating, uh, at my website at drskleiner.com, D-R-S-K-L-E-I-N-E-R.com. Best place to find it, along with all the other things that I've written and that, and that I'm working on, my calendar of where I'm speaking. Um, the publisher is Human Kinetics, if you want to see all the other cool stuff that they publish. But you can find the new power eating, which really goes into the reason that we need to be eating whole grains. Um, multiple reasons, of course. But don't forget, most people cut out whole grains because they think it's going to improve your digestion. Let me tell you, it's the opposite. So unless you are gluten sensitive or you are having a reaction to some uh, that you know has been identified medically that you have an issue with, when you cut out grains, the fiber from grains feeds the healthy biome in your gut, the healthy cultures. And when you cut them out, you can't find them in any other food group. They are only in whole grains. And so we know the data are abundantly clear that inflammation increases when you don't have grains in your diet, whole grains, and that the, gut, that the biome um, is altered to a more pathological end, meaning more um, illness-related cultures versus the healthy prevention-related cultures that work together with our immune system to keep us healthy and protect us. So, so there is undoubtedly, and I'm sure any of you who have gone on a grain-free diet and certainly a low-carb diet know that your regularity changes dramatically and it is not for the better. And when that changes like that, it increases your risk of disease. This is part of the whole point of whole grains preventing disease and days of disability versus causing them. So please, please, please try to add them back. If, as I said, if you're not able to find true stone ground whole grain bread, then you can skip it. Eat whole grains. And as I said, those are brown rice, red rice, black rice, teff, quinoa, farro, buckwheat, all kinds of wonderful whole grains that you can cook up very simply and, and mix into salads or eat warm or make casseroles, all kinds of great foods and flavors that you'll enjoy from all over the world. So I think that that was a great video. Appreciate you doing that for our listeners and our audience. And I think ultimately it will stand out because there's just this calorie centric view, like you said, macro centric view where it's all about the reductionist point of view. And that's what I love about your message. And obviously it's consistent with our message where food is an ally, right? And so I appreciate you taking the time to do this for our audience and we'll talk to you later, Susan. Thanks a lot.